Humanly, what we do is we want to stop from going what is going. And it's the laws of energy that are making it go. But if we're trying to stop from going what it's time to go, that is like trying to use a bucket to stop Niagara Falls. That's what it's like to fight the laws of energy. If we try to force something to happen before it's time to happen, that's like trying to take a bucket and turn the bucket into Niagara Falls. <laughs> and so what we're trying to do is to have a wonderful, playful sense of humor about this, to be able to laugh. This is what human thinking does if it tries to control and fight the laws of energy. From Baltimore, Maryland, this is the Awake Yoga Meditation Podcast. Each week, we share a part of a teaching from Swami Nityananda, recorded live at an Awake Yoga Meditation event. Today, Swami Nityananda on how to let go of blaming and shaming. To attend a live meditation or to join our free e-yogi community, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. So we're connecting with that energy of tranquility. We're connecting with that energy of the great rivers. We're connecting with the energy of adoring. And we're reminding ourselves from the perspective of the yogic tradition, the energy of adoring is the energy of all of life. So I'm going to be funny for a second, but I came across a little interview where they were interviewing like this really gorgeous, sexy movie star. Her, her face was on all screens, and they were asking her, "What was it like, you know, being filmed for this really fabulous role?" And she said, "Well, they spent a lot of time removing my nose hairs. <laughs> Every nose hair is adored. <laughs> Every nose hair exists." Because of the energy of adoration, all of you is adored. Every pore of your body, every atom of your being is adored. And it is not only adored, it is just the energy of adoration erupting into the realm of time and space as you, nose, hairs and all. Wow! (laughs) So we're connecting with this energy of unreserved, unabashed love. Just the energy of infinite, affectionate kindness, generous caring for everyone and everything. So Swami Shankarananda said, there's no resistance present in the state of consciousness called unconditional love. And so we can use these teachings as little indicators, just little GPS devices (laughs) to let us know, am I navigating forward in the energy of caring and kindness and affectionate awareness, appreciativeness, supportiveness for all of life, including myself? Or am I digging in my heels? Am I practicing obstructedness and obstructiveness and the energy of resistance? And we know, we know instantly, as soon as we ask ourselves that question, we can feel, we actually can feel in our bodies, where is it that I'm carrying the energy of resistance? 
Where is it that I'm carrying the energy of heaviness or pain or sadness or hurt or a feeling that something happened that shouldn't have happened? Anywhere that we're carrying that in our body or our human heart or our mind, we're actually we're erecting a screen between ourselves and the flow of divine love. And so what we're meditating on today, we'll talk more about that, but what we're meditating on today is how can I return my human body with its nose hairs and all of it to the energy of adoration, to the energy of unconditional, affectionate, supportive, kind, generous, caring awareness, unconditional love, total clarity and peace and calm, tranquility and non-resistance. And the same thing with our human heart. So anywhere that we've created emotional tracks or patterns or habits or behaviors that aren't serving us, anywhere that we keep replaying the pain tapes that we've created or that have been given to us, we're invited to return those to the energy of adoration, to the bedrock of our being. And as soon as we do that, what happens is there might still be a situation to respond to or to address intelligently, kindly, wisely, joyfully, with ease in the realm of time and space. It will be the energy of the infinite addressing it through us. It won't be these little hands trying to take care of whatever situation it is. It'll be the energy of the whole ocean of adoration that is reaching out through us. And that's the energy that does everything. So that's the energy that Jesus refers to when he says, all things are possible to one who believes. Another way to put that is, all things are possible to one who adores. <laughs> and so we're just reminding ourselves that it's not only possible for us to adore as a verb, but we kind of can't help ourselves because that's the energy that we are. And so we're tuning into that very clear, very calm, very pure energy of just infinitely affectionate, caring, attentive, responsive awareness. And we're asking ourselves to tune into that energy when we wake up. We blink our eyes open in the morning. That's the energy that blinks our eyes open before we even move our heads. And then if we do stretch and shift on our pillow, if we're sleeping on a pillow, that's the energy that stretches and shifts through us, that moves through us. If we're able to see, that's the energy that sees through us. If we're able to hear, that's the energy that hears through us. And so we're connecting with that energy and we're asking ourselves to let go of any blockages, any filtering that we have created that establishes an illusion of distance or separateness between us and that energy. So here's the truth. There is no one who exists outside the ocean of mercy and grace. Absolutely everyone is held and cared for in the ocean of mercy and grace. And so we are inviting ourselves to reconnect with that wholeness, to reconnect with that reality, that connectedness, and to remind ourselves that any time we separate ourselves from mercy and grace, but also any time we blame or shame or judge another, we're separating ourselves from the energy of mercy and grace. So we're just asking ourselves, where have I been doing that? Where have I been blaming? 
Where have I been shaming? Where have I been judging? Where have I been creating a screen? One of the great yogis of the 20th century said, highest wisdom is perpetual babyhood. And so there's a sense of humor about this. But he's also actually saying, we really are blessed if we allow ourselves to see with totally fresh eyes, if we allow ourselves to let go of human categories of thinking. And so how can I allow myself to let go, just allow to fall away human categories of thinking? Human categories are the ones that say, well, that shouldn't have happened. And so they are the ones that wrestle with reality. They wrestle with what is. And the reality is in the realm of time and space, there's constant movement, there's constant change, there's constant flow. Remember that energy of the river. So people come and people go and things come and things go and you can trust the laws of energy totally. Whatever comes will come and it is right and good for it to come when it does. And whatever goes will go. And it is right and good for it to go when it goes. But humanly what we do is we want to stop from going what is going. And it's the laws of energy that are making it go. And so the image that came to me this morning when I was meditating on this almost made me burst out laughing. But if we're trying to stop from going what it's time to go, that is like trying to stop Niagara Falls while holding a bucket. <laughs> trying to use a bucket to stop Niagara Falls. That's what it's like to fight the laws of energy. That's what it's like to fight God, if you want to put it that way, using that language. We all have tried to do this. You know how tiring it is to try to hold back Niagara Falls with a bucket, right? Like your shoulders, your arms, your whole body gets really tired. It's extremely exhausting to try to keep from leaving what it's time to have leave. And so we're just reminding ourselves, this is part of the flow. It's part of this movement of the energy that is adoring, that is the river of grace, that is the ocean of infinite love and caring. And then if we try to force something to happen before it's time to happen, that's like trying to take a bucket and turn the bucket into Niagara Falls. <laughs> so we also have done that too. We also have sat there and carried the bucket and yelled at it and said, why aren't you Niagara Falls? <laughs> I want you to be Niagara Falls and you're a bucket. <laughs> and then we think there's something wrong with the bucket for being a bucket, but how could the bucket ever be anything other than a bucket? Right? And so what we're trying to do is to have a wonderful, playful sense of humor about this, to be able to laugh. This is what humans do. This is what human thinking does if it tries to control and fight the laws of energy. So if we allow ourselves to move with the tranquility of the great rivers, we will never fight the laws of energy. We will recognize whatever it's time to come will come. And that's perfect. We can align with that and love that while it's here. And whatever it's time to go, it will go. And that's also perfect. And we can love that as that happens as well. You know you are in contact with the energy of pure love if you are grateful for all of it, every moment of it, all of it. When it comes and you're happy, and you're grateful for that when it comes and you don't want it to come. <laughs> and you still find a way to be happy for that. And then sometimes it happens the other way, like something goes and you're like, whew, huh, 
so happy that's over. And you're grateful for that. But then sometimes something or someone leaves. And that feels completely wrong to you. And it feels completely painful. You know you're in touch with the energy of pure love if you manage genuinely to be grateful and to bless every moment of even the most painful leavings, every moment of even the most painful arrivings. They are all the energy of adoration taking that form, greeting you in that way, kissing you goodbye in that particular way. And so what we're inviting ourselves to do is connect with that wholeness, that ocean of mercy and grace that is present always, that is dancing always, it's available to all of us always, no matter what's going on in the surface of our lives. This is less about thinking, although please do use your energy, focus, and attention to direct your thoughts in that, in that direction. And it's more about feeling. So invite yourself to actually feel your way into this energy. So just say to your body silently, beautiful vehicle of bliss, I return you to the ocean of bliss. And then silently, I vow to be helpful, hopeful, simple, kind, clear, pure of heart. I vow to look beyond the surface. I vow to let go of judging according to worldly thinking. I vow to connect with the divine before I think, act, or speak. I vow to remain in contact with that divine energy of the dance, the shimmer, the sacred vibration. that permeates all of existence. This has been a production of Awake Yoga Meditation in Baltimore, Maryland. If this teaching has resonated with you, please consider making a financial contribution of any amount. Awake Yoga Meditation is a vibrant spiritual community oriented around yoga philosophy and awakening to our true divine nature. Our mission is to empower you in meditation, yoga philosophy, joyful service, and freedom in your life and world. We offer weekly meditations for adults and children, spiritual discussion, and meditation instruction. All are welcome. This podcast is produced by Racha, Nick Gold, and Dhruv. For more podcasts, articles, and upcoming events, or to schedule a private, personal, spiritual conference with Swami Nityananda, please visit Awake Yoga Meditation. Org. May absolute peace pervade the whole universe.